Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about the... uh, ideological motivations for people who are looking at that world EMT idea and saying, that's a good idea. Because the examples I chose that I used in the other parts, these are not people you would expect to agree on a foreign policy issue. They're very different. If you look at the love and peace will conquer all crowd, they support this because This is a way to avoid war. That's always good. So the Marianne Williamson, right? This avoids war. It avoids unnecessary loss. That's a win. So that's why they support it. Then you look at people like Thomas Barnett, right? Thomas Barnett is probably somebody who views war as another tool in the foreign policy toolbox. Why does he support it? Because it's effective. It's a way to pursue American national interests without war and to lessen the cost of war to the United States if it does happen. These are both motivations that deal with what is. The way the world is right now. However, if you're watching this channel, odds are you don't like the way it is. That's why you're watching it, right? Um, I don't either. If we want to change the world and we want to get to that world where everybody's going to get a fair shake, we have to acknowledge it's a global game. We can't just do it in the United States. We talk about income inequality in the United States all the time. And yeah, it absolutely needs to be addressed, no doubt. But there's economic inequalities the world over. This is a way to repair that. This is a way to fix it. There are a lot of countries all over the world that are less than stable, that have low standards of living, that are, for lack of a better word, poor countries, right? But they have no reason to be poor. You have countries in Africa, right? They're wealthy countries. They are wealthy countries. They should be, but they're not. Africa is going to be the new Middle East. We're going to spend a lot of time there. The United States, the West in general, and the East too. Um, They're going to be there a lot because of the resource wealth that exists. Right? If we don't change our doctrine, it's going to look exactly like the Middle East. We're going to be there constantly, and there's going to be a bunch of loss. And at the end of the day... The people there are going to be no better off. However, if we shift our doctrine, and the idea is to build these countries up so they are stable on their own, and they are pursuing their own interests, they uh, don't get their wealth extracted anymore. We engage the West 
in the East now, we engage in this soft form of colonialism. We don't go in and plant our national flag and say, this is ours now. No, we show up with corporate logos on business cards and work out deals. But the same thing occurs. We extract the wealth, which leaves those countries with a low standard of living when they don't need to have one. Their standard of living can be raised. The global income inequality can be addressed. And it puts us on that path to getting to a point where we can uh, get to where everybody's getting a fair shake. Um, you know, there are people who would say, you know, well, this kind of sounds like you're not really wanting to consider the opinions of those in the country. Now, I do. I think that when we would go in to help a nation, we would actually be going in to help it. They would determine their system of government. They would determine their economic policies. Um, initiatives like this, they're always going to carry U.S. national interests with them because they're always going to get co-opted. Because of the state of the world today, if you want to get to that, that world where everybody's getting a fair shake, it has to start in the United States. It has to start here. If it starts anywhere else, where people start talking in the idea of getting to a world where everybody's equal, the United States would invade them. It has to start here. This is a way. It's incremental, sure. It's not super radical, sure, but it'll work, and it could be implemented like tomorrow. And it would better the standard of living for millions upon millions of people and reduce war. I will take that over the promise of something more radical occurring 20 years from now. Um, I, I would prefer to have that today or tomorrow than some dream. This is a, a doctrinal shift that occur, could occur in American foreign policy and in international foreign policy as a whole, that unless you are just an overt, ardent nationalist that truly believes exploiting everybody all over the world is a good thing, you can get behind it. There's not an ideological system that would oppose this with the exception of those who really are colonialists. Um, it would work. That's the other thing. The reason you have so many people from so many different backgrounds and different ways of looking at the world coming to the same co conclusion is because it's pragmatic. It would work. And I think that's probably the, the biggest selling point right there is that this would actually function instead of creating 20-year missions that don't end well. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.